Support for WVIK comes from Kathleen Collins at the Dragonfly in Bettendorf. Using both conventional and alternative counseling methods for empowerment to help create change for individuals and couples. More information is at KathleenCollinsCounseling.com. Support for Talking Art comes from Quad City Bank and Trust, providing consumer and commercial banking as well as trust and asset management. For more information, visit QCBT.bank or stop by one of QCBT's five locations. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Brian Baxter, the executive director of the Quad City Symphony Orchestra, about the upcoming Riverfront Pops concert on August 26th. Hi there, Brian. Hey, how are you? A pleasure uh, to be here. Oh, great. Well, Riverfront Pops, I have to tell you, is my favorite annual event in the Quad Cities for many reasons. You know, it's usually held on a beautiful summer Saturday, and LeClaire Park is the perfect venue for it down along the Mississippi River. There are frequently boats that have pulled up that are moored alongside to listen to the music. People are stretching out their picnic blankets. So it's really quite an extravaganza. This year, it's featuring the music of Journey. Their music's quite extraordinary. They have a long list of hits. They do. Even if you don't think you know a Journey song, you definitely know many Journey songs. I mean, the set list that we're going to perform uh, at this event, it's, it's just a hit parade. I mean, you'll know so many of them. And they lend themselves so well to orchestra and orchestral arrangements, these big anthems. So we're, we're thrilled to be presenting their music. That, that word anthem is, is really apt. I, mm-hmm. of course, had, had forgotten how many Journey songs I knew. but A lot of people say that. Yeah, so. I was listening just this past week, and I was just so surprised. There are um, high-energy songs. There are these lower-paced, um, more romantic songs. Mm-hmm. And you're right, the, you know, the voice of their original singer um, is almost operatic. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine that it would fit very well with the symphony playing behind it. Right. I mean, the the model of their music, I mean, they're like stadium rock, you know. Uh, one of our recent uh, events featured the music of Queen, and I kind of put that there, obviously different music, but like similar kind of feel, and you, you imagine hearing these songs in like stadiums filled with people, and so... We'll be performing them with the full orchestra because the, the songs just, they, they work so well with orchestration uh, for thousands of folks in LeClaire Park. It'll be really, really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for people who haven't been there before, they might be wondering, how does the QCSO put on Journey? So mm-hmm. you have partnered with an organization that brings in the singers, but the whole, the entire QCSO is up on stage playing right. the actual music. Right, right. So... We work with these different uh, groups. In this case, it's a partner of ours, Jeans and Classics, uh, who has a number of different uh, shows for orchestra that feature a rock band or popular artist of a different kind. And, and so there are all these arrangements. Uh, some of the songs actually originally did have orchestra in them, uh, not all of them, but these are all arranged with orchestra. And Jeans and Classics, they're just one of many examples of this in the in the orchestra industry. And so we get together with them. They bring the charts. And I guess when I say the charts, I mean the actual music the musicians read off of. Uh, and, and we put it all together. Uh, so their band comes in. 
uh, they'll be set up in front of the orchestra. Our orchestra plays the music in tandem with them. Uh, so, so it all it all goes together really well, and it's a great way uh, to showcase two things. I, I think the music of Journey, of course. Uh, but then also the orchestra and what the orchestra can do. Um, the orchestra can really do anything. That's what I love about orchestra. They can play any type of music. <laughs> they can play any style. They can play Journey. They can play, of course, classical music and, and jazz and, and other things. But it, it, it's it's a great opportunity. Uh, and, and particularly with this event, it's outdoors. It's big. Uh, if you haven't been to the event, it's... Um, you know, five to 10,000 people, depending on the year. Uh, so it's, it's a huge crowd and, and there's incredible energy. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm so excited that Journey is, is the theme this year. And so uh, you, you'll get to experience sort of full symphonic versions of their songs. Mm-hmm. Journey was a San Francisco-based band, and mm-hmm. they have a lot of songs that really fit with our uh, location. Mm-hmm. The the um, the song that I'm thinking about is called Lights, and it, it starts with that familiar refrain: "When the lights go down in the city, and the sun shines on the bay." shining on the water of the Mississippi River and it's a really uh, you know an apt analogy and there are so many other songs that translate very well I think to our specific location you know I'm just wondering the um, the symphony members must find it quite fun to do this because it is a way for them to showcase their versatility mm-hmm. as artists too mm-hmm. and you know it is right that we forget that um, we can forget that a symphonic man, um, musician plays so much more than classical music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, the musicians love the diversity of repertoire and style that they get to perform. And so this, our Pops concert, is a part of that. You know, they're up there performing uh, popular music, rock music in this case. And it is um, <laughs> it is just like an incredible experience for them. You know, one weekend you're playing a Beethoven symphony, and then in this case we're doing Journey. The next we'll do a movie score. Uh, it just speaks to the professionalism and uh, all the work that goes into being the well-rounded, excellent musicians that make up our orchestra uh, and orchestras around the country. I mean, I don't know an orchestra in our country that doesn't perform this whole incredible range of music today. Mm. Um, you know, of course, the the core of the orchestra's product is traditionally uh, classical music, and that doesn't just mean old music, it means new classical as well. Uh, but every orchestra does pops concerts, every orchestra does movie concerts now. And and so there's, yeah, you have to be uh, very versatile. And that and that's starts in training and conservatory now is like, if you want to build a career in classical music, and especially as an orchestral player, uh, you, you need to be comfortable in many different genres and many different arenas. So, uh, yeah, it, it, this is a great example of that. Uh, you know, stereotypically, we think of Beethoven, Mozart, 
Brahms, and and those are all great composers with great music. Uh, but we can play Journey. We can uh, play John Williams. We, you know, it's all kinds of things. So yeah. it's all over the map. Who writes the? I'm, I've, I've always been curious about this. Who writes the orchestral music that accompanies the Journey songs? Like, how is that composed? Well, so it's arrangers. Uh, so, uh, and they're all different. So they're they're are they're taking the Journey songs and building out the orchestral arrangement. Huh. So that that means they're not composing new music. They're taking the chord progressions, the, the everything that's a part of those songs and orchestrating it. So you're just building it out, adding the strings, the woodwinds, the brass, the the percussion. And like I said, in some of these cases, the orchestral parts are already a part of the song. So you're actually not doing it. Uh, I'm thinking when we did, for example, Elton John, several of uh, his pieces were basically him with orchestra. Uh, so there's varying levels of how much orchestration has to happen. But uh, yeah, so we, there, there are arrangers that put these together. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, just like, um, just like you were saying that the musicians enjoy playing a variety of music and are expected now in the conservatories to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, the beauty of, is that, of it is that it introduces so many more people to to our symphony here right. uh, you know when you go to a, a riverfront pops concert you see children there you see people of all ages you know probably eight decades worth of nine yep. decades worth of, of people all enjoying it for various reasons and it's um it's a really great way for the orchestra to broaden their appeal it, it is and when i think about all of our programming like i mentioned earlier orchestras can do anything but when i think about all of our programming uh, you know, we of course would love to attract every individual in our community and beyond to every program we're putting out there. Uh, but short of that, we have such a range of different types of music that any opportunity for anyone in the community to, to come join us, experience it, have a great time, bring their family or, or be brought with if they're invited uh, is a positive thing. So uh, the folks that like Journey specifically will love this program. The folks that love an outdoor concert with, uh, you know, we this event, I think the Quad City Times called it the the party of the summer a few years <laughs> back. So so we use that a lot. Um, you know, that it's a great event for, for enjoying the outdoors and enjoying our river and, and the incredible interaction we get to have with it in downtown Davenport at, at LeClaire Park. And, uh, you know, so, so there's really, I like to look at our whole season. There's something for everybody. And once you get kind of brought into one thing, you might be attracted to another piece or, or you might see some connections with, oh, well, actually this Masterworks concert has some music uh, that, that's similar in some ways to Journey or to the arrangements or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Well, I am very proud about the various ways in which the QCSO is actively working to engage our community, our entire community, to diversify, uh, you know, the outreach and to expand um, the uh, expand your programming. Starting with, for instance, your your film series. Can you talk about that for a little bit? Sure. So we have a series called QCSO at the Movies, and it's where our orchestra performs the film score for a full film with the film playing on the big screen at the Adler Theater. And it's, it's super immersive. It's, it's incredibly uh, impactful, visceral. I mean, it's just like 
you are in the movie. And so the difference versus going to the movie theater traditionally to see a movie is that the orchestra is live playing the full score underneath. So essentially how it works is um, we get the movie and the music is just extracted and we perform it live. Mm -hmm. Uh, You still have the dialogue and all of that uh, coming through um, the system. And it's, they've been incredible experiences. So, so we're in the middle of of doing all eight Harry Potter movies. Uh, We just did beauty and the beast last year. Uh, We've done Coco uh, we did one of the Star Wars a while back. So they're really, of course, these movies have incredibly broad appeal. Uh, and one thing that we see with these is a ton of families come. And, you know, like I'll, I'll point out Beauty and the Beast, which we did this past spring. Uh, we had a lot of families, and it was a lot of parents who grew up with Beauty and the Beast. Remember, this came out in 1991. Uh, so they wanted to go for themselves, but also to share it with with their children. I mean, I'm also speaking from experience because that's what we did with our kids. Uh, And so just it's like a full family experience and and people love it. And it's a great way to get into uh, the orchestral experience uh, with with something you know. And so we're starting to see some of that with our Masterworks too. I mean, our programming for Masterworks, um, the composers were programming. I mean, it's an incredibly broad scope of writers from very old from european to american uh living uh not living uh, every component of diversity is, is represented in a way that maybe in the past it wasn't so so we're really proud of that direction and and the community partnerships we're building with each program trying to connect those to the mission of various organizations in the community mm-hmm. well the Quad City Symphony Orchestra's vision. It, it ties in so well. It's where access meets inspiration. Mm-hmm. And you do seem to be embodying that. You do have an um, upcoming performance. It's going to be in January. That's a collaboration with Living Lands and Waters. Mm-hmm. You've done all sorts of collaborations with different organizations, such as um, Living Proof uh, Exhibit. Right. And, and it just kind of goes on and on. People really need to check out your list um, list of programs online because it's it's very impressive. Uh, beyond the journey music, which I know is is the showcase uh, mm-hmm. for the upcoming concert on the twenty sixth, your program also contains a, a QCSO premiere of a piece by the composer Jim Stevenson. So, yes. what can you tell us about this work and the composer? So, this is a piece. Uh, actually, we had intended to premiere last year's Pops concert. However, for, for those who were there, know that there was some weather issues during the day. It cleared up for the performance that night, but. Because we had weather issues during the day, it really uh, uh, tightened up our rehearsal process and, and we didn't have enough time to fully rehearse it. So we're premiering it this year. And we were a part of a 50-state commission for this fanfare for democracy by Jim Stevenson. And he originally wrote it for band for the president's own Marine Band as a part of the 2020 uh, presidential inauguration. So it's a big deal. It's a big piece. And so he did he pulled together a commission uh 50-state commission, and we are representing Iowa oh, as the, sort of the our, our states. You know, arguably, I say we, we're, we're representing Iowa and Illinois, but uh, mm-hmm. he, he wanted one one orchestra per state, so so we were the Iowa orchestra selected. So we will be premiering that. Uh, it's it's a short fanfare, kind of um, really robust. It'll be, it'll be a nice opener uh, for the QCSO. Mm-hmm. So that plays beforehand. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I should have asked, who's conducting the um, 
the event. So the Quad City Symphony will be conducted by Ernesto Estegarivia, who is our outgoing associate conductor and youth ensembles music director. Uh, he's been made an incredible impact with our organization. Uh, he's done so much with our youth ensembles and as associate conductor, so we will miss him. But it's not it's not goodbye. He's he's conducting this performance. He's also conducting our two movies that are happening this fall, Nightmare Before Christmas and Harry Potter 6. So uh, we're glad to still have him involved in certain ways, uh, but it, it'll be transitioning to a new new relationship as he'll be he'll be uh, more of a guest conductor. Yeah, so uh, we're we're so glad that he's staying on for that. But mm-hmm. sad to see him go. He's he's uh, yeah. he'll be transitioning to Vanderbilt. That's right. In Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who is the new interim? So we have an interim youth ensembles music director. His name's Benjamin Firer. So he's stepping in for this year while we do a full search for the next permanent youth ensembles music director and assistant conductor. Right. Okay. Well, at the very end <clears throat> of the concert, you always end with a with a quite an extravaganza. It involves fireworks at the end and yes. Tchaikovsky's 1812 <laughs> Overture. Uh, has that always been a part of the Riverfront Pops? To my knowledge, yes. Uh, but I can't say with 100% certainty. I do believe we have performed the 1812 and Stars and Stripes Forever with fireworks to close every single Riverfront Pops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a notable ending and very fun. It is. It yeah. is. Brian Baxter, thank you so much for talking today, and I can't wait for the upcoming concert. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. Don't miss the upcoming Quad City Bank and Trust Riverfront Pops concert by the Quad City Symphony Orchestra on Saturday, August 26th at LeClaire Park in Davenport, which celebrates the music of Journey. Gates open at 4 p.m. The pre-show starts at 6.30 and the concert begins at 7.30 p.m. For tickets, visit qcso.org. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Oh, yeah.